welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi everyone and welcome to the 200th episode of the Positivity and Prosperity podcast. I am so excited to be able to say that. I am so excited for this episode, but I want to start with a massive thank you. Thank you to every single person as you're listening to this. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to previous episodes. If you have ever shared the fact that you've listened to this on social media, shared it with a friend, told someone, oh, I think you should listen to this podcast. I am so, so grateful because it's because of that that I am still sat here recording content for you. And it feels like a bit of a milestone, so I wanted to celebrate that. I wanted to create a 200th episode that celebrates the things that I have learned about manifestation, about mindset, about business, and obviously I am not saying I'm a business coach, I'm not saying I'm a business guru, but I think I've got some important things to share. And the reason I think they're important is because if I knew these things when I started my business, or even if I just knew these things five years ago, I think I, no, 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 no. I know I would have got faster results. I would have found things so much easier. I would have been in some ways so much happier. So I want to share that love with you. But honestly, Thank you so much for being part of the podcast family. It makes me smile when people send me emails to tell me that they've, you know, they give me the the bonus word, the secret word, because they've listened right to the end of an episode, or they drop me a message to say, I just wanted to say thank you so much for your content, or this episode really helps me. Honestly, I know everyone says this, but honestly, I'm so grateful. Right, let's go into this episode then. I am going to share with you 18 things that I have learnt about mindset, about manifestation, using the law of attraction, and business. Now, obviously, if you don't have a business or you're not looking to start a business, you might be thinking, oh, is this going to be relevant? Yes, 100%, because the tools and tips I'm sharing with you, some are directly related to business, um, but they're also about mindset. They're also about achieving your goals. So if you're in a, a nine to five, if you want to move up the corporate ladder, if you're in a job, these things are still so, so important to you. And 
they're things that have helped me. As I said at the start, they're things that I wish I knew five years ago because I think I would have got where I wanted to be even faster. So I want to share them with you so you can speed up your manifestations, you can speed up achieving your goals, creating a business, making more money, whatever that is. Now, I think we need to celebrate that it's the 200th episode. So I've also decided to give you a 22% discount on my course, The Science of Manifestation. Now, this is an on-demand course. If you want to learn how to manifest faster, if you want to learn why manifestation works, if you are like me and you need to understand the science of it, if you want to be able to apply it in different ways, to rewire your subconscious mind, to remove those blocks, to manifest more money, if any of those or all of those things apply, The Science of Manifestation course is perfect for you. And why not get it at 22% off? So this discount is going to be available until the 31st of August. So I'm going to record this episode. Obviously, I'm going to record this episode right now because that's what I'm doing. Um, I'm actually recording it on Sunday, the 27th of August. So the discount will be live until the 31st, um, until the end of the 31st, that is. So if you've been thinking about, I really want to get better at manifesting. I want to find manifesting easier. I want to understand how to manifest more money. I want to boost my self-worth because I know that's really directly linked to manifestation, this course is perfect for you. And it's on demand, so as soon as you've got it, you can get started and you can work at your own pace. So the code is going to be 200th, as in like 200th episode. I will leave the link in the show notes. I'm going to put it on my um, Instagram and my TikTok probably as well. If you ever can't find a link, just drop me an email and I'll send it to you. And now let's get into the 18 tips. Now, the first tip is don't overthink it. And I'll be really honest and say I am taking my own advice with this episode. I've actually had episode 201 created for some time because it's part two of me answering the questions, but I really wanted to make this a good episode. So I've been planning it and thinking about content and being like, right, what would I want to know? What's important? And I was overthinking it. I was sat there saying, this is really important. This is the 200th episode. I want this to come across as really authentic and I don't want to just write any old tips and people to be like, well, that's obvious or that's not useful. It's, and then I realized, I'm overanalyzing it. I was sat there saying, well, what about this? And should I say that? And this is good, but is is that just for me? And will that be helpful? And do people already know that? And and this this is one of the things that happens to us so often in so many areas of our life. We overanalyze. We overthink it. We have an idea or an inspiration. And this could be to create a piece of artwork. It could be to start a business. It could be to ask someone out on a date. It could be to read a certain book or whatever it might be. And we have this inspiration, which I think is sort of a divine inspiration. It's our subconscious knowing that this would be really good for us. It's like the perfect timing. And then we do nothing about it. We sit on it, we wait. And the longer we wait, the bigger it becomes, the more daunting it becomes. It's like, well, what if I do launch a business? What if I do ask that person on a date? What if I do go for that promotion? What will happen if I don't get it? What will it mean? And we just get so stuck in our own heads that we overthink it. So my first piece of advice is don't overthink it. There is no time like the present. And actually, the more time we spend 
assessing, analyzing, looking for something to be perfect, checking, thinking, oh, what if I do this? What if I do that? You're just getting yourself into an anxious mindset. Mindset, sorry, you are overanalyzing and you're basically wasting time when you could be living the life you truly want. So if this resonates and you've been thinking, there is actually something that I've had in the back of my mind, it's been on my goals list, but I've been overanalyzing, I've been procrastinating, maybe this is exactly what you needed to hear. So I'm saying to you, don't overthink it. Just follow your heart, follow that guidance, try it, test it, because actually, the longer you take, the longer you are keeping yourself away from something that could be really incredible in your life. So that is tip number one. This actually links to tip number two. Now, this is a relatively recent one for me, um, and I am seeing such good results with this. Like, it, it sounds so um, simplistic, um, but I'm telling this to all my clients. I've been teaching it in the manifestation room. I have been teaching it when I've been coaching for other people around mindset because it's so powerful. And this is something that I heard on the Haley Hoffman Smith podcast. Um, and it's an episode I nearly didn't listen to because I, I'll tell you what the, the thing is, but the title was based around that. And I thought, I don't know if that episode's for me. You know, when you listen to podcasts or you maybe listen to shows and you sort of you have an inkling of the type of episode you want to listen to. Well, when I read the title, I was like, mm, no, I don't think it's for me. I don't think that's for today. And then something went wrong in my car play and it played this episode. And I was like, right, well, okay, I'll, I'll take it. And it was such a good episode. And tip two is save nothing for later. And this links to just, you know, just do it, don't overthink it, because what she was talking about was, she was talking about lots of different ways of saving nothing for later, but the one that I found the most impactful is when you think of something, as much as you can, just do it there and then. Because in the past, I would be thinking, oh, okay, I'm going to do a presentation in a month's time, great, it's in my calendar, fab. Now, I'm saying, right, I'm going to action that now, even if it's just planning it or preparing or doing something. Or simple things like, um, I will have my cup of tea and then I'll start doing some admin and I'll look at the mug of tea and think, oh yeah, I'll put that in the dishwasher. Well, old me would be saying, yeah, I'll put that in the dishwasher in a minute. And I'm saying, no, I've thought of it now, I'm going to take action on it. And I use this in my business, I use this in my personal life, I use this everywhere because... What I was finding in the past was I was spending so much mental time and effort thinking, oh, I haven't done that yet. Oh, I've still got to do that. Oh my gosh, that's not not done yet. I've still got to do that thing. And actually, I was spending so much time thinking about that. That was time that could be better spent actually doing it. Now, I realize if you are driving along in your car and you think, oh my gosh, I've got to put that load of washing in. You can't action it there and then because you are driving along in your car. But I'm finding that, I don't know, 80% of the time at least, when I think of something, I am able to actually take action on it there and then. And it takes so much less mental effort because you think about it, you do it, it's done. Whereas in the past, I'd be thinking, oh yeah, I need to do that. And then an hour later, oh yeah, I need to do that. And then the next day, oh yeah, I need to do that. That's wasted time, that's wasted energy. And also you get that feeling of, oh my gosh, I've done it. I've, I've completed it, I can tick it off the list. 
it feels really, really good. So save nothing for later. When you think of an idea, take some action on it. When you're given a project, get started on it straight away. Things in your house, if you think to yourself, oh yeah, I need to put that washing on or I need to move that, do it in that moment and then it's done and it is so freeing. It will save you so much time. And yes, there might be times when, like that car example, you can't physically do it in that moment, but there will be so many more times when you can that you're going to free up so much headspace. You're not going to have that heavy energy of, oh, I've got to do that. Oh, I haven't done that. And also it will help you avoid that last minute panic of, why didn't I do this sooner? I've had a month to do it. Why am I literally doing it an hour before it's done? Because I know some people say they thrive on that, but it's not a nice energy to be in. It's panic. Okay. Number three then, this is a manifestation tip that I have found really, really helps. So it helps in terms of bringing the manifestation into your life. It helps in terms of bringing it faster into your life. And it's something that I was doing wrong. I have to say it, when I started my business, I was doing it wrong because I was in need. And what I mean by in need is... I'd started my business, I'd set myself these goals, I'd put a lot of pressure on myself, I think, to have my business look a certain way in a certain time frame. I had got all of these expectations on what it was going to be like. I think I was carrying a lot of fear around, what if it doesn't work out? What if I can't do this? I've gone into it knowing this is what I want to do, but am I capable? So the focus with manifestation, the thing that I wish I knew I kind of wish I knew it and I knew how to do it, is to hold on loosely. Now, holding on loosely when it comes to manifestation basically means that yes, we want to have a desire. Yes, we want to know what we want and what it looks like and what it's going to feel like and why we want it. But we don't want to hold on so tightly that we're gripping onto it because we fear it's going to go away or we fear it's not going to come into our lives. And I know that when I very first started my business in particular, there was this, I've got to sign clients. I've got to get new clients. I need more clients. I need to be more successful. I need this to work out. I need to bring in money. And obviously those things are true. Like if you start a business, most of the time you do need to make money and you do need to make it be successful. But the very energy of I need something is actually the focus on the lack or the absence of the thing that you want. So actually saying to yourself, I really need this, isn't going to help you manifest. So holding on loosely is this very sort of relaxed energy around whatever you want to manifest, where you know what it is, but you're also absolutely okay in this moment right now. And it might be that that comes with a feeling of, I know it's going to work out. I know it's all going to be okay. I know I'm supported. I I know that the right people will turn up at the right time or, or whatever that might be. But the holding on loosely part makes your manifestations come to you so much quicker because you become magnetic. And you become magnetic, you become aligned with the things you want because you're not pushing them away by focusing on the need, the lack and the scarcity. Now, I think if I'd heard this in this way early on, I would say, yeah, I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. But how do I do it? How do I do that practically? Because right now I do need clients. And it probably takes a little bit of practice, 
But the focus has to be on right here, right now, in this moment, I am okay. It also probably needs to be on a feeling of there's so many options of how it could come to you. So you're not just focused on it's that client, it's that business, it's that job, it's that partner. Because that can make you feel in scarcity because you're like, well, it's got to be this person. It's got to be this job opportunity. It's got to be now. That's not holding on loosely. It's like saying, okay, I'm going to surrender. I'm going to trust the universe. Um, I'm going to listen to all the different books and teachings around manifestation. I'm going to work out what my way is. And I'm going to hold on loosely. The next one, I should have numbered these. Uh, so one, two, three, four. Oh, okay. So this is a money tip, right? Um, as you know, I love, love, love coaching on money mindset because it is one of the things that I actually needed to work on a lot. The transition from being in a nine to five to having my own business really highlighted how much I needed to look at my own money mindset. And I don't think I realized that until... I put myself at the forefront of money. I think when you have a business or a side hustle, you are basically asking for money. Now that doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound like something we want to be doing, but you are at the forefront of the money conversations. When you're in a nine to five, to an extent, you know what the salary is when you sign up for it. And you know that every single month that money will come into your account. And maybe there's some uh, bonus structures and maybe there is an element of you being able to control it. But for me, that was less of a thing until I got my business. And I had to work out very quickly what I needed to do around my money mindset to get me to where I've got to even at this point. And we're always up leveling, we're always growing when it comes to money. But when it comes to your money goals, whether you have a business or not, my tip is find things that work for you. We all see money differently. We all have different money goals and different money aspirations. And I don't think there is a one size fits all approach to manifesting money. One of the things that really, really helped me is my mum helped me create this positive money tracking sheet. So I was seeing a lot of stuff around budgeting and goal setting and how you need to set goals in your business, which I completely agree with. Um, and you should budget and you should look at all your expenses. And it made me feel, I don't know quite what the word is, but I'm going to say heavy. It had this kind of yuck energy to it. It had a really stuck energy. It felt really hard. It felt like I was failing straight away. Now, you might be listening to this and saying, no, I love budgeting. I love looking at it that way. But that's great. Then you found something that works for you when it comes to your money goals. So what really worked for me was, as I said, creating this positive money tracking sheet. And one of the things that was really helpful was A, I was being focused. So whatever you want to manifest, we need to focus on that. We need to be sending out a clear message to our subconscious minds, to the universe, to God, whatever is the right way of seeing it for you. We need to be sending out a clear message of what we want. It's like you go into a supermarket and you just think, I'm hungry. And your mind is like, well, that's great. You're surrounded by food. What do you want? And then you end up wandering around the aisles. You fill your basket with all of this kind of nonsense that doesn't actually make a meal because you knew you were hungry. Like we would say, you know, you want money, but you didn't know what you wanted. You didn't know if you wanted 
I don't know, a snack, um, a lunch, a dinner, something hot, something like a ready meal, something like a salad, something you wanted to cook. You hadn't had that specific focus. So therefore you stall. The universe doesn't know what to show you. Whereas when you say, right, this is my money goal. This is how much I want to show up. This is the kind of time frame. This is what it might look like. This is why I want to have this amount of money. You are sending out a really clear intention and it helps your subconscious know what you want and helps you take actions based on that. The second part of this though was that the spreadsheet or the tracking sheet I created was all framed around positive numbers. So for example, I had set a monthly goal and the way we did it was the percentage was how much of that goal I'd achieved not how much I still had to go because I wanted it to be amazing. I've already created 20% of it and it's only the first week or it's only the third day of the month or whatever it is because I didn't want to be thinking about what I was lacking in, what I didn't have. But equally, because I didn't want to have, oh my God, there's not enough money, I'm not making enough, I just completely shied away from looking at the numbers and that wasn't helping me either. So find things that work for you. Try budgeting, try setting goals, try, um, obviously set goals, but try setting monthly goals, try setting daily goals, try just playing around with different numbers. Um, I mean, there's so much good information about that around money mindset. I have a book all about money mindset called The Science of Getting Rich. Maybe something like that could help you. There is good stuff on YouTube. Um, Instagram, there are so many different people talking about budgeting and finances and savings. Really find what works for you. And you want to look for things that make you feel inspired, that make you feel excited, and that make you feel motivated. Because what happened for me was this tracking sheet was exciting. I'd gone from, oh, I don't want to look at the numbers. I'm not a CEO. I'm not a business owner. I don't get it. This is really hard and it's making me feel incompetent. I've got my hands on my head as I'm saying that bit. Two, this is really fun. This is really exciting. This is a game. Oh my gosh, we've got 50% already. Yes. I remember phoning my mum up and being like, mom, guess what? It's only week one of the month and we've already hit 50% of our target. Yes. Even things like on the tracking sheet, I put the colours to like pinks and purples because they're the kind of colours I like. I wanted to be looking at this spreadsheet. So I made it fun. And the more you can make money fun, the better. Which kind of leads me on to the next uh, the next point, I've lost track of all numbers. I'm sorry, I should have numbered them. But it's it can take time to build things up in your business. It can take time when you're manifesting. But the key thing is to believe in yourself and believe that everything is working out for you. I love that saying, what is meant for you will not pass you by. Because just hearing that, can just take that stress away. It can make you go, okay, it's all working out. It might not be here right now. It might not be looking how I thought it was going to look. And that was a big one for me because I went into it with preconceived ideas of this is what success looks like. This is how it's going to work. This is how it has to be. And maybe when it isn't turning up like that and it's taking time, you can really lose momentum and you can lose faith. Whether that's faith in yourself, faith in the process, faith in business, faith in your job, it can be really tough. So just reminding yourself that it can take time to build up is something that I wish I knew. Now, I'm going to add in here that I am not saying 
manifestations can't come overnight because of course they can. And I'm not saying that it has to take five years to get your business to where you originally wanted it to go. No, 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 no. But, (laughs) no, 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 no. Sorry, I just made myself laugh. Um, At least I made someone laugh, right? Um, But it's being open to possibilities rather than saying success has to look like this. And if I don't meet these timelines, I'm not being successful. That's not helpful. But if you keep grounding yourself in, okay, I'm looking for jobs, but it's all going to work out. I know the perfect one hasn't come up yet, but I know it's going to work out. Or you're manifesting a certain amount of money and you're like, okay, it's not in my life right now. It hasn't changed yet. I know this can take a little bit of time, but I'm open to it coming overnight. And I'm also absolutely okay with the fact that I'm not there yet. Because we want to, as much as possible, erase any doubt, any negativity around the whole process. Because that ultimately is going to slow you down. And, you know, it. when you actually focus on, this is what I'm doing, this is who I am, I believe in myself, I love what I do if it's a business, that can really translate into the conversations you have, into posting on social media, into interactions. And you just never know what wonderful person you're going to meet. You could be in the queue in Sainsbury's, and which is a, a supermarket in the UK, if you're not from the UK. Um, and you could just be really grounded in, I know this is going to work out. I believe in myself. I love what I do. You could have a conversation with someone that could offer you a job that could say, oh my gosh, my company's hiring, or I'm looking for exactly that product. I'd love to talk to you about this. Um, I was talking to one of my clients the other day about how, I was about to say one of my biggest regrets. No, that's, that's too big a statement. But one of my annoyances is um, pre-2020, uh, so I think it was the summer of 2019, uh, I was meeting my parents uh, on holiday and I flew out separately. Um, and I was on the plane and there were two guys that worked for, I can't remember the name of the company actually, but two guys that worked for this company sat next to me and they were obviously talking and saying, oh, what do you do? And I remember one of them was like, oh my gosh, we really need this sort of thing. Um, and just about before we were about to get off the flight, he was like, oh, have you got a business card? I'd love to, I'd love to talk to you more about this. And I didn't have a business card with me. Now, I don't think in the UK business cards are really used in the same way. So I was like, no, but here's my social media. Um, and I remember at the time thinking, he doesn't want social media. He wants a business card and I haven't got one. Why haven't I got one? Because I wasn't in business mode. I was in holiday mode. But actually that could have been the universe giving me an amazing opportunity. Now, ultimately, I didn't have a business card. That's fine. That's okay. But just constantly being in that energy of everything is working out, everything is for my highest good, could have made me take the action of going, do you know what? In fact, actually, as I'm saying this, I do remember packing my holiday bag and I had this um, little like pink card case that had my business cards in. And I remember packing my bag and going, no, I don't need my business cards. Who am I going to bump into? Yeah, turns out I could have bumped into some really great people who may have wanted me to help them with some of their stuff in their business. Who knows? It doesn't matter now, but it's given me a really good lesson of stay true to what you do, always be open to opportunities, and just know that it can take a little bit of time. Which brings me to the next point, which is find what works for you and what you enjoy. Now, 
if I work with anyone who is starting their own business or wanting to build passive income or, you know, wanting to change their career, I'm always asking them questions about what lights you up. What do you enjoy doing? What gets you excited in the morning to do at work? What is it that that makes you feel like you're having an impact? What do you keep talking about? Because it is so much easier to progress, to move through difficult times in business or life if you have that core feeling of, I love doing this. I really enjoy this. And it might be that you're in a a career or a business or a job right now that you don't really love. So then what I would be saying is either try and find things in that job that you can focus on, that you can put your love and time and effort into and expand those, or find outlets outside of your, your business or your career probably that light you up so that you're raising your vibration, so that there are things you do every single day that feel good to you. Because if this is specifically about business, there are hundreds of different ways of being successful. But the best one, which is ultimately what I think people are always searching for, they're like, what is the best strategy? What is the best way to manifest? What is the best technique for mindset or manifestation? And I actually think the best thing is the one that feels right for you, particularly with manifestation. Particularly, I think as well with your business, like if you hate TikTok, then don't use it. If you don't want to be on camera, then you can do different types of videos. We don't even have to do videos. If you want your branding to be bright yellow and green, go for it. Because authenticity and showing how much you enjoy something will absolutely shine through. And that's in your relationship. That's in your career. That's in your family life. That's just in life in general. You know, when you meet people and you're just like, you're so high vibe, you're so upbeat, I love being in your energy. It's often because they focus on the things that they enjoy, they focus on the things that feel good to them, and they do more of those things. Okay, so the next thing is, okay, I guess this is more related to business, but this is also related to if you are looking to expand your career, or um, I don't know, get a promotion or something like that. Don't be afraid to talk about your products your services, but most importantly, don't be afraid to talk about how you can help people. I had to do a lot of work to reframe how I saw sales. And I'm not going to go hugely into that because I could do a whole episode on the mindset of sales. Um, In fact, oh, it's going to be quite a few episodes back now, but probably in the sort of zero to a hundred range of episodes, um, I had a great coaching friend of mine come on called Sarah Gray to talk about the mindset behind sales. And I learned so much from her. But the more you you focus on, the more you talk about how you help people, the more you are, number one, engaging people in conversations. You are showing people how what you do can help them. And that's essentially sales. Everything you buy is to help you in some way. So I'm looking at my desk right now. I can see my phone. Why did I buy my phone? Because it was going to solve a problem. Because I wanted to speak to people, text people. I wanted to take photos. I wanted to film business content on it. Um, I wanted to have something to play my music on. Like it, it solves a problem. How does the iPhone help me? It does all those things. So if you if you're in a career 
Like, what is it that you have that helps the business, the people, the um, the company you're in? If you have your own business, what do your products do? How do they help people? How do they solve a problem? Like, reframing the, the way you see sales is so, so important. And just having these conversations, not being not being like, I was going to say afraid again, but not shying away from talking about it, answering people's questions, feeling really confident. Because if you have a business or a product or a service that you love, it goes back to that point before, but if you have a business that you love, products that you know really solve a problem, it's easier for you to talk about them because you're just coming from this place of, I know how this can help you. And it's true, not every product is right for every person and that's absolutely fine. But I wish I had known that more. I wish I had been in that energy of how I help people right from the beginning rather than thinking I had to talk about sales and I had to do it in a certain way because that's that's not how it is. Which links to the next point, which is it is okay if your way doesn't look the same as others. Like I said earlier, I think we're so used to wanting to find the strategy. We want to fly, find the template. We want to know how exactly to manifest. We want to feel like we're doing it the right way. And I definitely, at the start of my business in particular, put a lot of pressure on myself in terms of this is what your day should look like. This is how your sales should be. This is what your website should look like. This is what you should be doing every day. It's that should pressure. And I wasn't very good at that because I've realized more and more, as I'm recording this at uh, 22.11 on a Sunday night, I've realized more and more that the best things that work for me don't necessarily work for someone else. Um, one of my amazing coaching friends called Annika, who you know, because you've listened to this podcast and you've heard us do our episodes on what do you think about? I know that Annika is amazing at getting up at 5am. Um, I can't completely speak for her, but I know she loves it. I know she thrives on it. I know it makes her feel good and it works for her. Now, I originally thought okay, this is how business has to look. You have to be get up, getting up early. You have to be going for a run. You have to be doing this. You have to be doing that. And I tried all these things and I'm like, oh, I hate this. I don't enjoy this. This feels so wrong. Oh my gosh, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And then when I was then going, okay, I'm not going to get up at five. I'm going to get up at nine. I'm going to get up at 10. Maybe not 10. Well, actually, yeah, let's be honest. I definitely have got up at 10 before. But then I would be working at 11 p.m., midnight, one o'clock. And I would be finding like creative ideas and inspiration. But then I'd be feeling guilty because I was like, well, you, you haven't done enough today. You haven't been working towards your business. Clearly, you're not manifesting properly because you didn't get up at five and you didn't do it this way. And everyone says you have to do it like that. Ugh, let's just release that. If 5am works for you, amazing. If 5pm works for you, amazing. Like, I know I'm in such a privileged position to get to choose the hours that I work and to get to make it fit around me. But this isn't necessarily just about the time that you work. This is like, some people have massive success in TikTok. Other people prefer using LinkedIn. Some people don't even like social media. I, okay, I wanna summarize this and say, it's okay to find your own path by working out what you enjoy trying things out, 
testing things and knowing that it's okay if your business doesn't look like someone else's. You might hear someone on this podcast or you might hear someone on another podcast say, yeah, this is what worked for me. I did this, 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 and this, and I got success. By all means, give that a go because it might work exactly the same for you. But also know that it's okay if it doesn't and it's okay if you don't want to be on TikTok and it's okay if you don't want to grow in a certain way or maybe in your career. It's absolutely okay if by a certain age you are not doing what you thought you would be doing or what social media tells you you should be doing. One of the most freeing things is just to find your own path and this really comes down to the manifestation idea of holding true to your vision. What is it that you want to create? Like moving away from that should, moving away from it has to look like this, it has to go this way, it has to go on this timeline and saying, okay, drill down. How do I want to feel? What do I want to have? How do I want to look? What, what do I want to experience? What are the emotions I want to create? And then finding your own path, finding a way to do it on your own terms. Now, as I said that, find your own path bit. I glanced up at my um, garage band where I record this and it gives you like a, a timer and that was one, 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 one point one. So I'm gonna say that message is important for someone. Someone listening to this, I really hope that is exactly what you needed to hear because it, it definitely feels like it was aligned. Okay, next one. Again, no idea what number we're on right now, but the next one is to find yourself a group of like-minded people. Now, this could be people who um, share a hobby as you. Um, It could be people who like reading the kinds of books you do. This could be a group of coaches if you're a coach. This could be a group of PTs if you're a PT. This could be a group of people who Um, do the same job as you, who are all mums, who are dads, who are something that is important to you. Now, I think I was really lucky that, um, and I'm smiling to myself because I'm like, well, yeah, that's probably divine intervention. I started my business in January uh, 2018. And I think on the 25th of January 2018, I had a discovery call with someone who actually is still my coach to this day. Um, I don't know if she listens to my podcast, but hi. Um, And on the 25th of January, 2018, I had a discovery call with this person because I had seen one of her Facebook ads, I had watched her webinar, and it was literally like she was speaking to me. She knew exactly what I needed, exactly what I wanted, and I joined her group coaching program and the rest is history. Um, But I made some incredible friends through that. People who I treasure, I value. We, once the program then finished, we kind of built our own little coaching group. We would check in every month. There were people in America, Australia. Um, We had people in the UK. I don't know if we had anyone in Buenos Aires. No, that was a different group. Like, and it was so nice to talk to people who were on the same journey, kind of looking towards the same things, because you can have the most incredible friends and family who are supporting you, who are your cheerleaders, but sometimes with the best intentions, they just don't get certain things that you're going through. So it might be that you're a new mum and all of your friends are not in that position right now. And maybe you 
really need a group of people who are also mums, who are also going through the same experiences so that you've got that commonality, you've got that shared element of your life. For me with the coaching, it was um, people who were like, yeah, I get what coaching is. I get what it looks like. I get what it's like to be um, talking about your business on social media. And finding that, whether this is just about manifestation, gosh, I've just said just about, but you know what I mean? Maybe people in your life um, who you love and adore aren't really into the law of attraction. Maybe they're kind of not interested in the secret and manifesting and uh, meditation and the subconscious mind. That's absolutely fine. But having that group of people who get you is so useful, amazing, beneficial. It gets you to your goals faster. You get accountability. You feel seen. You feel heard. I thoroughly recommend it. Okay. Um, the next one is, I've, I'm going to keep this in because it makes me, it makes me laugh. And if you are a content creator, um, if you are a coach, maybe you may have done this and you will feel the pain. So, uh, this is, uh, don't date any content if you want to make it evergreen. Now this is a bit niche maybe, but I created a vision board masterclass and I think it's a great vision board masterclass. I, I 100%, if you are interested in creating a vision board, this masterclass, it's on my website, it's on victoriamaskell.com. I think it's great. I think it teaches you everything you need to know, gives you an idea of how it works. But I called it a, oh, what did I call it? Did I call it a 2021 vision board? Either way, I gave it a date. So that meant it only really lasted for a year. Now, Obviously, it is still on my website and it's still 100% relevant. But really, I need to go and update it and change the date because it looks a little bit strange. Because right now, we're in 2023. You could be listening in this, this blah, 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 listening to this in 2024. Um, I've also created courses and challenges where I've talked about the season we're in or the time of year. And then you think, oh, this is brilliant. I really want to release this again. Oh, wait. I need to go and re-record everything because I was talking about Christmas and I want to launch this in the summer or I'm talking about a month of the year and I want this to be relevant to people at all different times of the year. So yeah, uh, it'll save you a lot of time if you avoid any reference to uh, times of the year, years, dates, key weather things in the year because again, that's not relevant for everyone in every country at every season. So yeah save yourself a lot of time. Do, don't do what I did on that one. Okay, next one. This is about dealing with overwhelm because if you are a super creative person, if you're a nomad, and if you don't know what a nomad is, um, go and listen to my Warriors Settlers Nomads episode where I talk about the three different elements of our personality. The, the nomad is exciting, energetic, creative, the part of you that's like, oh my gosh, I want to do this and I want to create this. And I definitely have a strong nomad when it comes to my business because I will wake up at three in the morning. No, that's, I'm probably not asleep then. I will be awake at three in the morning thinking, oh, I've got this great idea for a new course. Oh my gosh, I'm going to create a podcast episode on that. Oh, wait, I'm going to create that product. Oh my gosh, I need to do this. Wait, I need to learn that on Canva. I, wait, the list goes on. Now, the problem with that is you then get yourself into a headspace of, oh my gosh, I've got so much to do. There are hundreds of things that I haven't done. I'm so behind. I need to take action on all of them, but I'm one person. And it's that feeling, that overwhelming feeling that there's all these things, 
but I don't know where to don't know where to start. Like you only have to go onto TikTok or Instagram or LinkedIn, and there will be someone giving you a tip. Um, just before recording this episode, I was just watching a little bit of YouTube, and um, there's a content creator on there that I follow that was talking about. Um, uh, ways of growing on Instagram that people don't really talk about. She had a much better title than that, but you get the gist. And I started thinking, she gave a tip and I was like, oh, that's a really good point, right? I need to create some reels on that, right? I need, and I was like, wait a minute. Cause it still gave me that feeling of, well, you need to do this and you haven't done that and you should be doing this. So the best thing, the best piece of advice I can give on this is focus on what you can do today put the blinkers on. If you, like, if you're listening to this and today is a work day, whether this is in a business, whether this is working in your home in terms of running the household, whether this is running your own business, just ask yourself, what can I do today? And if you only have an hour, what can I do in that hour today? And really put the blinkers on, really focus in on, okay, this is the time I have. I have 10 minutes, 30 minutes, two hours, whatever. What can I get done in that time? Rather than I need to do this and I need to do that and and actually I haven't done this because all that does is it creates a lot of stress and a lot of negativity. It makes you feel like you are not achieving things. Whereas if you say, right, I have got an hour, I want to get X, Y, Z done. That hour is up and you've done it. You feel successful. You increase your likelihood of being successful the next day because you have wired in that feeling of I set myself a goal and I did it. That really, really helps. Now with this, the tip is, the piece of advice is don't be afraid to rest or don't be afraid to slow down. You need to fill your cup. I, I work with people who are often business owners and. So they might have a nine to five and they might be running a business. They might be um, new parents. They might have two different businesses. They might be doing all of these different things and you can feel really scattered. And again, like that other thing, that other tip before, you're thinking there's a thousand things I need to be doing. I've got to keep going. I can't, I can't slow down. There's, there's too much to do. But you really benefit from taking a break. One of the biggest manifestation tips I have is to slow down, to take a step back. It's a bit like the holding on loosely thing. It's actually when you slow down, you take some time out, you go for lunch with a friend, you have a nap, you go for a walk, you take a step back. Not only do you come back to things with a clear head and a clear mindset and you've given your subconscious time to actually work in the background, actually process things, you've decreased the resistance you had, you've boosted your vibration, you've you've filled your cup, you've put on your own oxygen mask first and the thing, the thing I love about and the thing I used to struggle with about being um, a business owner is there's no set hours and now that's amazing because you get to run your own schedule. You get to decide what your business looks like for you. But that can also mean it's easy to work constantly, to never switch off. If if maybe you are wanting to work your way up the career ladder, the same thing can be true. Maybe you're like, yeah, but I've got to put in more time. I've got to put, I've got to do more. I've got to show up more. And actually you can get into a state where you are burnt out. 
And then you start thinking, I'm not doing enough. I'm not working hard enough. Think about that from a mindset perspective. If what's going through your mind is, I'm not good enough. I'm not working hard enough. I'm not achieving enough. I'm not successful enough. What what are you going to manifest? More of those feelings. More of the lack. And that is the exact opposite of what you want. Now, I know it can feel counterintuitive when you're like, but I have so much to do. I can't slow down right now. Actually, slowing down can help you speed up because you rejuvenate your mindset. You get a really good night's sleep. You eat a good meal. You get out of the headspace of the problem you're dealing with and you come back with fresh eyes, with a fresh outlook. That then means you're more creative. It then means you find it easier to solve the problem or find a solution or show up for your clients or create a new product. You have more energy. So don't be afraid to rest or slow down. The next tip, find what you enjoy about manifestation. I love teaching about manifestation tools and techniques and ways to meditate, ways to use your subconscious. I love all of that good stuff. But it's not going to be right for every single person. Now, it might be that you've come to this podcast because you know I talk a lot about the science behind manifestation, how your subconscious mind is involved, how you create your reality, the kind of metaphysics, quantum physics behind it. And maybe you've come to this because you're like, yes, this is what I enjoy about manifestation. Maybe you enjoy that and you really enjoy the spiritual side. Maybe that lights you up, it gets you excited, it feels like, yes, this makes so much sense. Maybe there are certain tools and techniques that you love doing. Maybe there are some that you don't enjoy. There's no set way to manifest. Other than raising your vibration and feeling good, you can do that in so many different ways. You can goal set differently. There are so many techniques out there. Some you might love, some you might not love but find what you personally enjoy about manifestation because there are so many teachers out there on the subject of mindset, manifestation, the law of attraction. The best thing you can do is find what you enjoy. Find, um, I was gonna say a teacher, but find a coach, find someone, find a book, find a way of thinking about things that gives you inspiration, that makes you think, right, I'm gonna achieve my goals. I can do this. It fires you up because that's how you're going to manifest. Which leads me on to the next tip. My chair is about to squeak, so I'm so sorry. There we go, squeaky chair. But the next tip is to read a lot. And by read a lot, you know, I mean consume ideas. This could be audible, this could be um, going to actually get books out, this could be YouTube, this could be maybe Gaia. Um, if If you haven't heard of Gaia, I call it spiritual Netflix. Um, I actually need, I have a subscription to it and I need to watch a little bit more of it because there is such good stuff on there. Listening to podcasts, maybe. But I remember listening to um, a Bob Proctor book. I'm pretty sure it was him. And he said, the biggest mistake you can make is thinking that you know it all and you can stop learning. And I completely agree with this because it's always so good to hear a different way of seeing things or doing things, constantly keeping your brain interested helps you to look for better and faster ways of doing things. Like 
there are always new techniques, new tools, whether that's manifestation, whether that's social media, whether that's marketing, different ways of um, writing your CV, different ways of dating, different ways of traveling the world. There's always new information out there. And I truly believe the more you read, the more you consume, the more you get different perspectives, you get more ideas, you get to hear different ways of looking at the world. And actually this month, so August, when this is being recorded, in the manifestation room, we've been doing the 10-10-10 challenge. And I set everyone the goal of doing 10 minutes of meditation, uh, 10 things to be grateful for, and then 10 minutes of reading, or listening on Audible. And actually, personally, I found that listening to stuff is so much easier to be consistent with, because you can do it whilst you're doing the laundry, you can do it whilst you're driving in your car, on a walk, you can like habit stack, and I find that really, really helpful. But there is so much great free content out there. Um, I, as you know, as this is the 200th episode, there are now 199 other episodes of content that hopefully in some way, shape or form, you will find useful or inspirational or interesting. Even if there's something that you listen to and you think, "Mm, okay, that's not quite how I see the world. It's still useful because you are gaining other perspectives. You are thinking about the way the world works in a different way. And I think that's so, so important. And I want to keep doing this so much. After the August challenge, I'm going to keep doing this as much as I can, because I just think it's so, so vital. And Audible is such a great way of doing that. That's not an ad for Audible. It's just something that I use and um, I found really, really good. Okay, the next thing is a question. Uh, This is a really simple, straightforward tip, but it's something I use and I find it so helpful, so impactful. So I want you to ask yourself this question. What is one thing I can do today to bring me closer to what I want? just going to say that again so that you can write it down if you need to. What is one thing I can do today to bring me closer to what I want? This focuses your mind. It focuses you into the present moment. So again, you're not thinking about all the things you haven't done or what needs to be done in six months. It's today. I have the moment of now and you're only asking for one thing. Now, if you get 10 things done, great but you've focused your mind on one thing that is for your goals, for your manifestations, for your success, whatever that looks like. And everyone can use that question. So what is one thing you can do today to bring you closer to what you want? Right, we've got three more. The next one, set goals and keep setting goals. It is so easy to plateau. And this is something I've realized recently, not necessarily saying I've plateaued, but I realized I hadn't been setting myself new goals. I, at the start, set myself loads because it was a new business. And then there've been other times where maybe I've launched a product or a course or something and there's been goals around that. But it fires you up. It keeps you focused and motivated if you keep setting yourself goals. These don't have to be massive. The important thing is that you're clear on what you want and why. So, okay, I'm saying it now, so I'm going to have to do it. I want to do some form of stretch challenge in September. 
So if actually, if anyone knows, you probably don't know what I mean by a stretch challenge because that probably doesn't make sense. Okay, here's the context. Um, when I was younger, I used to do quite a lot of gymnastics. Um, so I was pretty flexible. Now, I used to be able to do the splits. I used to be able to do like all of these different things. And I suddenly realized that my flexibility just isn't where it used to be. And I'd been seeing on, probably on Instagram, because to be honest, that's where I am most of the time, um, people being like, oh, I've got this course or I've got this challenge. And I always seemed to see it midway through a month and they were quite often like 30 day challenges. So I was like, right, when the 1st of September rolls around, which is Friday as I'm recording this, um, I will start some form of flexibility challenge, stretch challenge, and it might seem like, okay, Victoria, well, that's not a massive goal, but it's not about it being a huge goal. It doesn't have to be about money. It doesn't have to be about business or your career. It just has to be about growth and has to be about something you want. I want to try that. I want to challenge myself in terms of the consistency. For some people, it might be a running challenge. It might be a reading challenge. It, it could be anything, but it's so good for your brain to keep you constantly moving forward. Now, I can hear someone asking me a question. I, I don't know if it was in the manifestation room or maybe it was just a question that I answered on the podcast. And they kind of said, but isn't it that if you keep setting goals, you never feel successful? You never feel like you've achieved something. And what I would say to that is, there's a difference between, and now I want, and now I want to create, and oh, okay, yeah, we've done that next. Oh, we've done that next. Even just the way you probably heard me say that probably gives you an idea of what I'm, I'm trying to get at. So when we're thinking about manifesting, we always want more, more experiences, more feelings, more growth. We want to live more life. And when you set goals, you are living more life. You're expanding, you're growing. But it doesn't mean that you're like, right, I've got to set another one. Okay, it doesn't matter that I've hit my 100,000K goal. Right, next, I've got to hit 200,000 now. Okay, I've got 10 clients, I need, now need 20. It's like, oh my gosh, I've got 10 clients. This is amazing. This is awesome. Yes, you celebrate it. You're in it. You're like, great, and now I want 20 clients. Oh my gosh, yes. So the energy behind it is about growth, not about never feeling satisfied and never... Um, focusing on what you have created. So I hope that makes sense. Okay, two more. This is something that I noticed in hindsight. So I want to share this with you. This is particularly if you are looking at certain goals and you're looking at manifestations. Be open to things that you want, that you want to manifest, coming to you in different ways. I at times was quite closed off. And when I say closed off, I mean, I was super specific about this is how it has to be. This is how it has to come to me. This is what it has to look like. And if it doesn't, then it's it's not right. But actually, if I look back over the things in my business in particular, but in other areas of my life as well, things have happened, things have manifested in the perfect way, but in a way that I hadn't expected. So I'll give you an example in that one of my early manifestations was I did this visualization and I saw myself on Zoom coaching a group of people. And you know on Zoom when you see like everyone's little square windows. So I could see that and I was like, 
I have a group coaching program. I am supporting an amazing group of people. I am coaching them. I am doing it weekly. I can see myself asking them questions, getting questions from them, getting feedback, all of this stuff. Now, actually what happened was what came first was someone approached me and said, hi, I have a group coaching program. We are looking for a mindset coach. Would you be interested in being that mindset coach? And I was like, um, yes. I never anticipated that would happen. So I was working with a sales coach. There was a mindset coach. There was the business coach. We were all coaching on that. Then someone else got in touch with me and said, we would love you to be our guest expert for the mindset side of things. We would love you to coach every sort of month or a few months. Would you be interested? Uh, yes, that sounds absolutely amazing. So again, I had, I was coaching, I was group coaching, I was leading it, but I thought that was going to come by me launching a group program. Now, actually, I have the manifestation room. So I do have a group coaching program in some way, shape or form. But when I set the goal, I had no idea that I would have a membership. I had no idea that I would be approached by two amazing women who wanted me to be their mindset coaches for their group programs. But this is how it works. You you focus on what you want and how you want to feel. And then you just need to be open to it coming to you in different ways. Otherwise, you can block things. You can miss opportunities because you're like, no, 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 it has to happen like this. Drill down into what is the feeling I want behind this? And then just say, and I'm available for this in the best way possible or in the way that is for my highest good or I'm open to this coming to me in ways that I couldn't imagine because there are so many incredible opportunities out there for you. Now, before I give you the last one, I just want to say thank you for listening to this episode. I hope if even just one of these tips has helped you, has given you some insight, has given you an idea, then I am so, so happy. If you have enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it on your social media, send me a message, let me know if there's a particular tip that you're like, oh yes, Victoria, I love that one, then please let me know. And don't forget, if you are interested in manifestation and you want to learn about the science of manifestation, how it works, how to activate it in your life, then you can get 22% off my on-demand course, which is The Science of Manifestation, uncovered, sorry, Um, and I will leave all the links in the show notes. The 22% off is to celebrate this 200th episode, so it will be available until the 31st of August, till the end of the 31st of August, so until midnight. Um, If you've got any questions about that, let me know. And I'm going to leave you with my final tip to celebrate the 200th episode, which is, you won't know unless you try. And I kind of want to leave it on that note to be like all atmospheric and like, oh, so true. But it is true. Like if you have been thinking about launching a business or going back and learning about business or changing career or traveling to that country, you won't know what it's like unless you try. You won't know that if it could be the most incredible experience, that it could be the best manifestation, that it could be the best thing you ever do, unless you try. So I'm going to leave that with you. If there's something in your life right now that that resonates with, maybe this is a sign, maybe this is what you needed to hear. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm going to have to give you a word though. Okay. Um, 
The word I'm going to give you for listening all the way to the end of the episode is roses. Because right now there is a big bowl of Capri's roses, the chocolates, sat on my desk. And that is the first thing in front of me. So thank you so much for being part of the podcast family. I will be back very soon with part two of answering your questions. And if you have got anything you want me to answer on a podcast, just send me a message and let me know. But have an amazing day and I will be back to speak to you very, very soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.